Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Hey, what happened? Where am I? Hello. You're I there. I can't hear myself. I don't like it. What do you mean you can't hear yourself? I can't hear myself. You turn yourself up. I was just so loud with that stuff that I turned it down. <laughs> Scared me. I had a fright. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, I, I poor heart. Poor heart. It's the big one. I feel the big one. <laughs> Who was that? That was uh, Fred Sanford. Sanford and Sanford son. Yeah, it is a goodie. It's a big one. The big one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. Anyways, good morning. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles right here on the net. New England Talks and Toji Net and wherever else it is. I am Ron Kolick. And of course, with me is the Professor Lou Belasi. We're both very excited for tonight's Patriots Bills game. We absolutely are. In an episode of Yellowstone tonight before. Well, I haven't got into that. Very so I can't excited. That. I'm still trying to finish up some other series, though. British series? Australian. Australian, that's right. Yeah. I'm watching an Australian detective called Murder Call, which is really good. Oh, they had a cool one on last night. Um, it, it was this guy who was murdered uh, at a college, and he was laid out on a table, and his head was his head, his torso was his head. It was cut off and sewed back on. Then they had two heads from two different other people. I mean, two arms from two different other people sewed onto it. No. And then they had two female legs sewn onto it. No. And then they had four dinner plates set around it with, no. with place names on it and, and, and oh. meals. And then a, one off to the side. Not good. It, and it was, it was pretty good. It was, you had to solve what the, the, the murderer did was trying to have him see if they could solve what it was and because each one of the dinners meant something yeah like it, you know they were they were like food but they were changed so that if you say that thing it it means something else yeah. like oh i see that so yeah it was kind of cool it was a good show have you seen i know you haven't but have you have you come across <laughs> no because you're busy and you got stuff going on and i didn't get to it till last night either but have you get into this yellow jacket series have you seen this no no no, no you've seen it no it's uh, I got too much to watch, and I'm watching Hercule Perot on on DVD from the library. So it's kind of inspired by, and I even read this. Yeah, Picard, by the way. All right, oh, new season of Picard? No. Oh, I've never seen just it watching before. It. Oh, okay, I, I, I borrowed it from the library, and I'm starting to watch it because I don't get okay. Paramount Plus. Go ahead. I'll be on. interested in your thoughts uh, about it. First one was strange. All right, go ahead. Yeah, uh, this story is kind of inspired by the um, plane crash in the Andes. Where they, oh yeah, I saw the. So the promo, for yeah. yeah, the promo for to radio. Yeah, we trailer. just watched the first three or four episodes. Did last you like night. it? You know, the first I, I warn you, the first episode and the second episode, like we're written at a high school level. It's like it's oh. like everything is I'm like probably not gonna watch it. <laughs> everything is right out in front of you. It's like there's no subtlety at all in the writing. You know what I mean? It's like they just give you everything, they just hand you everything. Yeah. Uh, but it got a little better as it goes along, and it's it goes, it flips between present day. And back at the crash site, and oh God, I hate that too. So, all right, that's and it feels like two strikes against it already. <laughs> there's something going on in there. There's something that's kind of occultish, or you know, it's not just there's something else going on. Yeah. It, it, it's enough. Like I said, I was kind of turned off at the beginning. I kind of know what it's about, so it's like, yes, eh, you know, I'd rather yeah. use my, tax my brain. 
on yeah. the, on this murder call <laughs> system series, right? Yep. I am really good at detective things, and and you know I'm not saying I get them the murders all the time. I haven't got a single one correct. No, not really. one. And I even go for like, oh, this is the least likely person, so it must be him. It's but like, it, but is it fair? Yeah. It's like for good. example, I will tell you, I'm pretty good at movies. I don't get caught by twists too often. Get totally unaware by twists too often. Fight Club was one where I got blindsided by the twist mm -hmm. but as i look back at the movie it was all there you know it, it was oh, yeah. fair they didn't just hide it from you and spring something oh, that's what it. i like it because yeah. the clues are there you yeah. have to solve them and, and and every every good i mean really good and the british are a master at a detective series gives you the clues you yeah. just have to absorb them and realize what's what it makes and yeah it, it's good that, yeah, and I, it's I, like that was the problem with the, with the, the first couple episodes of of Yellow Jackets was that every plot seed they dropped, you knew exactly where they were going. Yeah. It was like it was right there. You know, it's like oh, I know where this is going. That type of thing. Yeah. And anyway, just not subtle. I'll tell you the, this murder call. They had a murder on there that I guarantee that no one, no one in the entire world would have guessed it was the murder. But it was there. But it was there. Yeah. yeah. All the time. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. there were some things, and, and I meant to get to it last week. I don't know why I didn't, but uh, each have a good Thanksgiving. Was that last week? Well, it was the last show would have been oh, a okay. week after, you know, yeah. week after Thanksgiving. Yeah, so if you, we go back, I didn't do it last week. So this is two weeks after, but yep. whatever. Thanksgiving was fine. Yes. Did you, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, turkey, right? Yes. And did you have uh, at your house? At the house. How many people? Just the three of us. Oh, that's good. That's right. All right, some nice homemade cranberry sauce. It was very good. I don't like dig cranberry. Janet digs cranberry. It, it's it's getting to be a joke now because she likes the canned cranberry. I know. Whatever, yeah, whatever. I don't we had that it. too, but I don't, there was some homemade cranberry I don't, sauce. I don't eat it, so I don't care. Uh, <laughs> every year I buy a can just for her, right? And, yeah. and this year was kind of a short supply in, in some of the places. Does but she it, serve it whole? Yeah. Yeah, see, you got to. Yeah. I love the whole shape of the can thing. Yeah, yeah. so... The, the only problem is she doesn't serve it. Every year she forgets the freaking cranberry sauce. This year I took it out, put it in the refrigerator. Oh, okay, we don't forget. We got to get the cranberry sauce. Never get out there. After meal, I says, do you want your cranberry sauce now? <laughs> <laughs> well, gets lost in the shuffle. Okay. So Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. All right. So a couple of trivia questions. Let me stick you with those first. Okay. Of Thanksgiving? Yeah. All right. Uh, what year was the first uh, Macy's Trance uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade take place? 1941, 72, 28, or 24? 19... 28 and 24 seem early, so 41. 24. 24, wow. Yeah. Wow. I saw a, a thing how they did the, uh, the balloons mm -hmm. uh, because originally they were puppets in the parade. Oh, okay. But only the people in the front could see the puppets. So yeah, yeah. So they had to go higher. And so they, this guy came up with this brilliant idea, and he started doing it. And he was the one event that was pretty cool. It was a good, good thing. Do you watch the Thanksgiving no. Day Parade? No. I mean, who knows? I mean, it, how many times in your life have you watched it? Like, I, I might have watched it four times. Probably dozen, I would think. And it, usually because it was put on by somebody. I, yeah, I, I'd throw it on. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not like I just sit down and watch it. Yeah, I just like throw it on. So I really, you know. Sorry, the NFL is on. It's just okay. I have no, yeah. I have no, no, no time. I'm for this good stuff. with that. I'm totally yeah. good with that. Yeah. It's it's just I don't know. I, I'm a very traditional person, believe it or not. 
one that bucks one that bucks the system, but it's very traditional. I get you. I'm an oxymoron. Well, the system now is not moron anyways. The, the system other. now is non-traditional, so that that would make all make sense. Yeah, traditions are under fire. Oh, I say moron. You can't say that in here. Oh god. <laughs> all right. Case in point. Yeah. What is the average weight of a turkey purchased for the Thanksgiving dinner? Sixteen pounds, twelve pounds, eighteen pounds, or twenty-two pounds? Eighteen. How big was yours? Oh, it was small because there were only three of us. Yeah. And I don't believe it was a whole turkey. I think it was just a press. Oh, it was five of us, and we had a 20 pounder, mm -hmm. 16 pounds. Yeah. Oh, I said 18. Yeah. yeah. So you were off. All right. Uh, according to the National Turkey Federation, how many uh, estimated turkeys are eaten for Thanksgiving in the U.S.? Now, I had a laugh because I looked this up on the internet too. And, and then is vetted the quiz it's no I, okay yeah so yeah i did really yeah. actually um but it says uh you know you can tell from where it's coming from because this one says you know how many turkeys are eaten and then uh you, you go on and it says how many turkeys were killed during thanksgiving oh, yeah yeah okay <laughs> must be a democratic uh, thing i don't know <laughs> so uh 52 million 46 million 22 million 19 million i'll go 52 46. Close. 46. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And what U.S. president ranked uh, one of his favorite foods is turkey hash. Turkey hash. Turkey hash. I don't know. It's a uh, Obama. No. <laughs> I actually, uh, I couldn't find the answer to this. So it's either Andrew Jackson or Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt, the more you read about him, it, it, I mean, the more you learn about him, he's, he's freaking amazing. Yeah. Do you know he went to Africa? For no. Smithsonian's, I didn't know that. He was captured. It was his princess, and he was captured. Yeah, by his tribe and everything else. This is really pre-presidency, right? I yeah. would assume so, but anyway. Okay, wasn't was Reagan the first one to pardon a turkey? Uh, pardon the turkeys? You know that was one. It might be in this list here of things. Uh, let me see if it's on here before I uh, comment on it. No, it's not on here. So, no, I do not know that. I did see it, but I can't. Yeah, remember. it was Reagan. Reagan. Was Reagan. The you. first president on record issuing a pardon to his turkey was Ron Reagan. Reagan had been sending the turkeys presented to him to farms and zoos since at least 1982. And 1987's turkey, Charlie, was likewise headed to a petting zoo. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. See, that woman got killed by sheep in the petting zoo. <laughs> no. Yeah. She got stampeded by sheep? Not stampeded. No. Killed. Wow. Freaking it... sheep murderer. Really? pissed her off evidently i mean they pissed the sheep off evidently sheep can murder you evidently wow it was this was in a, a out in uh, i believe bolton mass uh petting zoo and uh something and she was a volunteer and the sheep uh attacked her killed her kicked her head butted her bitter kept on head all of the her, above buttoned her until oh. finished her off really yeah they're gonna have to kill the poor sheep now maybe we can stay like execution <laughs> He didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, how come How come we can do that? How come humans uh, 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 get pardoned because, oh, they don't know what they're doing. We feel so bad for them. And yet poor animals just doing what they do. You know, yeah. we don't pardon them. It's like, oh, they're going to destroy him. They killed somebody. Kill him. Ah, kill him. Who are you referring to? Anybody. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you had a specific person. Plenty of roles. Yeah. Yeah. I told you that before. You know how the insanity plea came about, right? No, tell me. Oh, my God. Uh, 
a U.S. Uh, congressman uh, caught his wife uh, with his lover walking down the street, went up to him and shot him and killed him. And Pled insanity? Pled insanity. It was the first case of insanity. Of course, it was the U.S. Congress that passed that. <laughs> so they passed the insanity plea during the trial or before the trial? Or Yeah. Wow. Wow. Pretty sad. <laughs> That's almost the very definition of not insanity. Typical. Yeah. Washington. Yep. Okay. So did you know, mm -hmm. did you know when Neil, 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 Neil Armstrong and uh, Edwin Aldrin uh, sat down to eat the first meal on the moon, their food packs included roasted turkey with all the trimmings. Okay. They were the first people to eat meat on the moon. <laughs> yeah. That we know of. Fair enough. I'm guessing yeah. there are a lot of firsts. That we know of. That we know of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See that thing they found, the Chinese found on the dark side of the moon? No, what did they find? A big cube. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. It's way off in the distance. It's going to take the rover three months to get there. <laughs> okay. Because the rover can't drive at night because it's solar powered and it can't drive during high noon because it'll overheat. Sounds like a Chinese. Country. So the Chinese have a, a rover on the dark side of the moon. Oh yeah, they sent. They the, find the Nazis yet? I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to hear. Waiting to hear. <laughs> so did you know that uh, wild wild turkeys can fly a short distance, up to fifty five miles per hour, and can run twenty miles per hour sustained? Domestically, turkeys cannot fly. So domesticated turkeys can't fly, but wild turkeys can. Okay, I was going to say what. Uh, Domesticated. You said domestically, so I didn't know. Well, you know. Yeah. It's me. It's a Ronism. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. I could believe they could fly for a little bit. Yeah. I've seen they, them in trees. They do have wings. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, only the Tom Turkey, uh, only Tom Turkey, turkeys gobble. Hen turkeys make clicking noises. Didn't know that. Uh, things you learn. Our priest, a uh, new priest to the, to the rectory, uh, sits out in the deck and some turkeys there jumps up on the deck with him. So he went and he got a nap for the his phone. And uh, he has all these calls that he gives out to the turkeys. It drives them nuts. Okay, I got to see the cube on the moon here. So, Oh, and it's not worth seeing. It's so far off in the distance. There it is. Can you see it? Can you see it? Yeah. Wait a minute. Can Oops. you see it? <laughs> Can you see it? <laughs> Yeah, I, I, alien, alien conspirators are going to love that. They'll just jump all over that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'd be interested to see what that is. A rock formation. It's a Nazi base. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, uh, a turkey can drown if it looks up when it rains. What? No. Yes. No. Yes. It's another medical oddity of the turkey. It can also die of fright. You can scare a poor turkey to death. Yeah, I, I would buy that. Uh -huh. Turkeys near uh, Air Force test areas apparently had heart, heart attacks when they heard the sounds uh, barrier being broken overhead. So turkeys can drown if they look up. <laughs> so don't break the sound barrier in a rainstorm. Just yeah. kill a bunch of turkeys. So that's an easy way to set up ahead of the damn things. Just go up to them and go, ha! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you got that job. 
We'll, we'll, see, we'll, we'll get in touch with Raymond and see if we can get you up there John killing, killing turkeys. turkeys. Humanely, right? <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, heart attacks. Oh, well. No, just show them uh, Joe Biden behind the presidential podium. I'll just drop dead. Yeah, but it's just one of their own. <laughs> oh, did I say that on the air? Uh, excuse me. Trick, remember, he's our grandparents. We have to be nice to him. <laughs> Turkeys are only poultry native to America, to a New Hampshire, uh, Western Hemisphere. Turkeys are the only poultry yep. native to the Western Hemisphere. Yeah. So poultry is, are we talking poultry like birds we eat? Yeah. Okay. Chickens, turkeys, all that. Duck, crap. geese, duck. Yeah. There's no duck in, in the Western Hemisphere? I don't know. I didn't, write this, I didn't write this damn thing. I don't know what his criteria were. Should I vet it? Yeah, I guess I should. So it's not the only birds. No. It says it's poultry. The only birds we eat. So you have to look up the definition of poultry. Uh, if I must. <laughs> Do you know how turkeys got their name, by the way? Nope. The, uh, the Turks used to uh, import these uh, Ghana hens, these big-ass Ghana hens mm -hmm. that they used to eat. Right. Yep. So when the Spanish came over, they found the first turkeys. By the way, uh, they uh, they f ate them too because they thought they were the Vienna hens, and soon the English called them turkeys because, you know, they thought they were these Vienna hens, but they weren't. Vienna hens, Guiana hens, whatever they are. Poultry are domesticated avian species that can be raised for eggs, meat, or feathers. The term poultry covers a wide range of birds from. Indigenous and commercial breeds of chickens. They say there's an in indigenous chickens. They do? Yeah. Muscovy ducks, mallet ducks. Where does it say indigenous chickens? What? What do they say indigenous chickens? It says the term poultry covers a wide range of birds from indigenous and commercial breeds of chickens. Yes. But is that in the United States? Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Specifics. F Specifics, my friend. Okay, fine. FAO.org. Um, the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations. Aha! So, uh -huh. uh, yeah, you uh -huh. may be right. I have to give you credit on that one. Oh, I'm getting credit. This is my lucky day, I can tell. An estimated... Uh, oh, wait a minute. It's uh, well, oh, Merriam-Webster, we definition of poultry, domesticated birds kept for eggs and meat. There you go. Yeah. So, anyway... It's estimated that turkeys have 3,500 feathers in maturity. Okay. The costume of Big Bird wears in Sesame Street is rumored to be made of turkey feathers. Turkey feathers? Turkey feathers. Big Bird is wearing turkey feathers? Big Bird's a turkey. Okay. I always knew that. This is a lot of useless information. Thank you. Yeah. A turkey uh, typically has 70% white meat and 30% dark meat. White meat is generally preferred by the United States, not by this guy, while other countries choose dark meat. I apparently am in a circle of people that prefer dark meat. You like dark meat? I don't no. dislike it, but no, you like white meat. I'm fine with white meat. Fine, whatever. Yeah. 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 Racist. <laughs> yeah, that must be it. Homophobic racist. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm xenophobic. I'm eating turkey, the only indigenous. Poultry breed in the exactly. United States, right? We should protect All the them. Western Hemisphere. We should protect them and not eat turkeys because yeah. they're, yeah, Peter get it. Yeah, they probably do. White supremacy. <laughs> All right, turkeys sometimes sleep in trees at night. We know that. Yep. Yep. And let's this last one. Wild turkeys have an excellent vision. Do they? 
Yes, about uh, 270 degrees field of vision compared to humans with only 200. They can see in color, too, which is great if they have color TVs. They claim humans only have 200 degrees of vision? Yeah. Okay. I, I would have guessed more. but They have no external hearing but have impeccable hearing. No external ears but have impeccable hearing. Okay. There you go. And one more useless fact. I got one more beyond that, I think, depending All right, on what this me. is. Go ahead. Well, no, I don't want to jump it if this is the last. No, go for it. Benjamin Franklin wanted the turkey to be the national bird of the United States. Myth. Myth? Myth. Not true? Not true. Okay. Benjamin Franklin didn't want any bird to be uh, uh, chosen as national bird. Okay. Because he thought it was this this whole thing about the king, yada, yada, whatever. But anyways... What he wrote was that um, bald eagles, because that's the one they choose, were, were foul uh, animals that lived off the the remains of others and, and picked on, yeah, scavengers and, and, and picked on uh, weaker species. So we don't want to be associated with that. He said, I'd rather see the, the native turkey be the special bird. So they took his quote and, and made it into that. Now, I just read that, so I can't, but that's. I just read that this morning. Okay, yeah, I I see the distinction, but it's a. He said, "I'd rather have a turkey." Distinction. Yeah. Well, no, because he doesn't want a big a yeah. national bird at all. Fair enough. Yep. All right. So, all right. This. By is, the way, what species of animal doesn't pick on weaker species? Give me one. Who's going out for sport to kill? Well, all vegetarians don't. Vegetarian species. Yeah. Plants are weaker. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right, fine. Plants have feelings. Yes, they do, by the way. Uh, I know. Yeah. Anyway, the last one to, to wrap this up, and then we'll go, go into the next weird thing that we're talking about. Uh, when the pilgrims sailed to the New World in the 1600s, mm -hmm. it became an English law that each ship have a cow for every five passengers, bringing a whole new meaning of the word poop deck. Really? There was one cow per five passengers. Yep. One, one dairy cow can produce up to 64 quarts of milk a day. That's 256 glasses. A day. A day. Wow. There you go. A cow can supply a lot of milk. That's right. So that's why they're so valuable. Imagine crossing the Atlantic Enough. on those ships with a bunch of people and a bunch of livestock. It'd be like Noah. <laughs> Don't get me started. Yeah. Oh, what? You don't believe in the act now? We all know the earth was flooded. That's proof of that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I want to go into this conversation. Ooh. I ruffled these so, 3,500 no, feathers. You're not, <laughs> not ruffling my feathers. <laughs> yeah, because you're a turkey. <laughs> so, yeah, you get it? You didn't exactly. get that? That was so good. Yes. <laughs> go ahead. So, we're working on the premise that Noah's Ark, the story of Noah's Ark wasn't a parable. It was. It actually happened. I didn't say that. I'm asking. I didn't say you said that. I'm I just asking. said there was proof that the earth was flooded. Yeah, fair enough. That's all I said. Yeah. So the the possibility of Noah's Ark is possible. Well, anything's possible. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Glad we we agree. <laughs> so we can move on. To Don't something. know if we do, but okay. I'm sure we do. Yeah. <laughs> we can leave it there if you want. I did. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So um, earlier. 
and this has nothing to do with what I was going to talk about, but I'm, I'm bringing it up anyways. Uh, earlier, we were talking about uh, Lou, and he was wanted to do a uh, shed. Yes. Yeah. Ron is a good handyman, and I was asking him tips on insulating a shed. More power. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, Tim. Anyways, uh, yeah, so we were Great talking. series, by we, the way. Yeah, I know. Not as good as uh, Last Man Standing. No, I, I've compared Last Man and, Standing yeah. is excellent. Yeah, excellent. Uh, anyways, um, so yeah, I mean, she had a great, but I, I wanted to bring up a problem that we didn't discuss, and it, and it is a problem to every New Englander, and I bet you're most people in the country too, and that's mice. Yes. Right? Sure. Because mice are a problem. Yeah. They No matter how new your home, no matter how old They're your home. They're a fact of life in New England. They, when it comes winter, they want to get inside. Yep. Okay. So, so you're going to help us deal I'm, with our mice? I'm going to let you know more about them. Oh, more about mice. <laughs> we learned about turkeys today. The miracle, now we're learning about mice. The miracle of mice. Okay. A mouse can fit through a hole, listen to this, the size of a ballpoint pen. Get out. No. During summer months, mice generally uh, live outside and remain content there. But as soon as the weather turns cool, they seek the warmth of our homes. Amen to that. Because of their soft skulls, like some of the people in Washington, <laughs> and their gnawing... Maybe that'll help me keep the heat down. If I keep telling them, if you turn the heat up, the mice will come in. In gnawing ability... Oh, wait a minute. Did you see about the guy that lost his million-dollar house? No. He had this brilliant idea that he read somewhere on the internet, and you know it's true, oh, that uh, burning coal will, will will drive snakes out of a house. So, first of all, why does a million-dollar house have snakes in it? <laughs> and second of all, you seriously believe that? So he burnt this house down. He burnt coal in the house. Yeah, yeah. So like he left it because it stinks. It, well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so he set up what, like a fire pit, like a... I, I brought a fire I, I and put set up a water from it. <laughs> Good lord. The dumb down America? I don't know. Oh man. Okay, uh, where were we? Uh yeah, they seek the warm. Uh, be, yeah. yeah. So they can get in the size of a hole of a ballpoint pen. Because of their soft skulls and gnawing ability, the whole size of a ballpoint pen, about a quarter of an inch, is large enough for them to enter. An en masse, en masse, en masse. Ooh, Frenchy, parlez-vous, yeah. ah, All right, so I know one of the entrance points of mice in my house, so it's kind of useless for me to try to seal it up. Yeah, you do as you can, you know. Yeah, yeah. I hate killing mice too. I really do. No, I don't like killing mice. I had to get those glue traps. Oh, that was. Ugh. Yeah, I've tried everything: humane traps, glue traps. The only thing that really works is poison. I hate to say it, and I. He killed I have a good this. mouse story that has me standing with my yes. pants around my ankles, yes. ankles on the front porch of yes. my house. Yes. Oh, you want to hear it? Oh, yeah. Okay. We're, we're talking about mice. And my cat came out with a mouse in his jaws. Ah, yeah. And it's late at night. Here, Dad, look what I brought you. Yeah, yeah, everybody in the house is asleep, <laughs> and it's late at night. And uh, uh, so I get the cat, and I don't want the I don't want the mouse to die. Yeah. So I've got the cat in the See, entrance way. He's going to be in your house anyway. And I'm trying to get the mouse out of the cat's jaws, <laughs> right? And the, of course. It's very difficult because the cat doesn't want to get rid of the mouse. Yeah. So finally, I get to the point where I'm on my knees and I got the cat between my knees and I'm behind him and I'm trying to loosen his jaws. 
couldn't do it. So I get on one knee and put one foot down. Yeah. And so I get the, I get the cat to drop the mouse and then I put my hand against my ankle to trap the mouse. Yeah. And so the cat takes off and I look under my hand and there's no mouse. Uh oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then I found out where the mouse was it's uh -huh. going up my pajama leg. <laughs> and I'm right next to the front door. So I go out in a, on the front porch yeah. and I drop my pants to my ankles and I'm trying to get the mouse out. <laughs> it's a sight. <laughs> exactly. And I get it, I get it out and I'm, uh, uh, I get it out and I look and my wife at the time is at the top of the stairs at the entrance. <laughs> and she just shakes her head and goes back to bed. <laughs> it's like there's no response whatsoever. I'm standing on the porch with my pants around my ankles. You know what? That video would have been worth a hundred thousand oh, dollars yeah. on the uh, world's funniest videos. <laughs> you yeah. know that, don't you? Yeah. Hundred thousand down the tubes. Yep. Oh, well, yeah. All right, back to our nice. Well, once inside, they constantly gnaw at virtually anything, which is true, including. Which is why I wanted them out of my pants. Yeah, which yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, not what I've heard about you anyway. <laughs> uh, including concrete, lead, and plastic. Uh, this is to uh, keep their ever-growing concrete. Teeth. Yeah, they'll gnaw concrete. Yeah, this is to keep their uh, uh, ever-growing teeth at a. Uh, convenient length right they have to trim it they have to keep yeah, their trim, no. they have to not trim it but they have to wear them down right yeah they have to yeah trim them like beavers uh contrary to popular belief mice don't like cheese but we'll <laughs> we'll eat it occasionally okay hmm. mice can jump up to 18 inches swim and travel vertically upside down vertically and upside down Really? Yeah. Two mouse. Oh, wait a minute. Two mouse. So it's like a spider mouse type of thing going on? I guess. Yeah. To mouse proof your house, check all small openings with a ballpoint pen. If it fits in the hole, <laughs> it will let the mice in. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, damn. I tried the Irish Spring thing the other day. Does it work? Uh, it worked for a while, but uh, the uh, pieces of soap lose their smell after a while. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. There's so many. I get poison works the best, and I hate to say it, but it does. And I hate poison. So, but the problem with poison is you have dead mouse laying around where you can't get to them. Not really, if you're smart enough. Okay. Because uh, educate me. Uh, they look for water sources when they, especially the poisons, depending on some of the poisons you use. Okay. So, they, so they go seek water. They seek water. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, good, then I don't have to deal with it. Supposedly. Don't have to deal with the guilt. We've all had a mouse in the wall or a mouse somewhere that until it, it, it dies and rots and stinks. Yes. So well, I have a very strict immigration policy when it comes to wildlife. Yeah. I will help you all I can outside of my house. Stay out of my house. You come in my house, all bets are off. Yeah. All right. So, uh, wow. All right. So it is Ghost Chronicle, so we should talk about ghosts, right? Yes. Somewhere along the line here. Mouse ghosts? No. Hey, that's an idea. I'll have to check that one out. 12 ghosts of Christmas that appear every December. Okay. Hmm? Every December? I wonder if they're mice. <laughs> okay. Are we ready? I'm ready. Number one, sinister screams. Cries? Screams or screams? I knew you were going to say that. I was waiting for it. Yeah. <laughs> screams. S, like ice cream. You scream, ice cream. We all scream. Oh, screams. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Screams. Yep. I got it. You tell me I speak funny? 
No, I'm just asking. Yeah, you know, I, I speak funny. Just making no, sure. Nobody nobody can figure out my dialect yet. <laughs> it registered screens in my head, so it's just I know verifying. It, I know yeah. it. Uh, would you have pareidolia of, of voice? I don't know. No, it just came up screens. All right, send us the screens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Location, Lewisham, Greater London. Cries from the victims of the Lewisham train disaster are said to be heard every December 4th. Ooh, Ooh, just a couple of days ago. Yeah. The anniversary of the accident. In 1957, two trains collided in a dense fog, killing 90 peepin', peepin', people and injuring more than 100. I doubt the dense fog had much to do with the... How dense a fog does it have to be? You can't see a train coming. Not that you could do anything about it. We could slow down. I guess. I guess. But you're on the same track. I guess. They all have lights on the front of them, don't they? I guess. Okay. It's London, though. Yeah. I don't write these. I just report they don't them. Tra trains don't travel without lights. Do I don't they? write them. I, I just don't. report them. Not that the lights would make any difference. You're on the same track. You're dead. It's just the way it is. <sighs> right is wrath. Wraith. Whatever you want to call it, because I'm not going to get it. Wraith. Well, wrath is with a W. Wraith is just an R. Isn't it? Isn't. W R A I T H, like a wraith. Oh, okay. Did yeah. you watch Star Trek uh, Atlantis? Yeah. The wraith? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Hawthorne, Yorkshire. Uh, the spirit of Emily Bronte. Know her, right? Yeah. Author of Wuthering Heights. Mm -hmm. uh, haunts the grounds on the Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Hathworth Parsonage, according to legend. Her ghost is said to return to the Bronte family home every December 19th, the date she died in 1848. Appearing with her head bowed in deep thought and suddenly vanishes to, if anyone gets too close to her. Hmm. Oh, that's sad. So is that a... Is that a sentient goat or a go goat ghost <laughs> or uh, just a? Well, anniversary goes uh, to me must be uh, residuals. That's what we call them, residuals. Yeah, yeah. We mean that's what we call. Them. No, I was looking for the term residual. Residual. A residual haunting is non-intelligent haunting, which means they don't respond to you. Yeah, you just run into a show. Basically, yeah, that was if this ghost came down the stairs every december 24th and you stood on the stairs the ghost would just go right through you and yep. wouldn't acknowledge you right okay the ghoulish gathering Ooh. yeah bishop castle shofrashire s-h-r-o-p-s-h-i-r-e all the ghosts in uk are said to congregate once a year on december 21st at stipperstones all the ghosts in the uk it's a meeting. It's yep. A annual meeting of the ghosts. Yep. Okay. It says, uh, local legend suggests England shall be ruined if the quarterize, quarterizite ever sinks into the ground. What? What quarterizite? <laughs> On one of the tours, the devil's cheer, Satan is said to appear to speed up the process of the nation's destruction. So evidently, there's quasarite something. And that's what's protecting the nation. Bishop Castle. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's like the uh, 
the tower of the ravens in the tower. You know about the ravens in the tower? I don't think so. What the tower? Oh yeah, they actually have a, a raven master. And, and the 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 thing He's is the master of the ravens. He takes care of the ravens. Okay. There's I forget how many ravens. They say a dozen just for sake. And the the theory is that if the ravens ever leave the tower, England will fall. The monarchy will fall. Really? Yep. So they have a, a guy that takes care of the ravens in the tower. Okay. They're not allowed to go out at night. The ravens? <laughs> yeah, I guess not. They keep them in the tower? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds English. Look it up. <laughs> First of all, this great empire is relying on a couple of ravens. And they're yeah, so confident and, 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 of it. And quasi right. <laughs> yeah. And they're so confident in it, they lock the ravens in the tower at night. Uh, no, no thing. So to bring it local, yes. Have you ever have you ever taken a tour of the you've taken a tour of the lad in Moffat House in Ooh. Portsmouth, right? No. Oh, okay. Is it good? Yeah, it's a colonial tour, but one of the things you go into the barn and they have openings for pigeons. Yeah. Because they bring the pigeons because they were food source. Yeah. So they want the pigeons to roost mm, in the barn. Pigeon. I know, right? And you know, it was probably considered a delicate not a delicacy, but it was probably a pretty good meal back yeah. then and if you didn't know what a pigeon was yeah it probably would be a pretty good meal but I we guess. all know what pigeons are what it just reminded me of of, of mass on sunday what Why? We, we we have a we have a uh pigeons we have a we have a priest uh from kenya that comes in every oh, so God. often yeah and uh uh, our regular priest in the rectory, uh, when he comes up to do some of the masses, he makes some breakfast because he, he likes his oatmeal, evidently. Yeah. So uh, uh, he started, they were talking about his childhood, and uh, he was saying that uh, when they uh, uh, were kids in Africa, that one of the best things they could do is find a termite mine. So termite mound, okay, yeah. termite mound. So what they would do is they would dig dig this big hole. Don't like where this is going. But they would yeah. dig, dig this big hole and put a pail in it, and then they would dig these trenches around the mound and line them with banana leaves, and then put banana leaves into the um, pail pail as well. Mm -hmm. And then they would put a piece of wood from the bottom of the pail out, and uh, then they would get all get together and they'd go around the the mound and. Uh, they would uh, beat on the drum and sing and dance. Mm -hmm. And then the termites would come out and they would go into the uh, trench, slide down the banana peels into the, the pail. And then they would climb up in the wood. And as they climbed up in the wood, because they're, they're creatures, they, they go like, you know, you see them in lines and stuff. Sure. Yeah. So when they climb up in the wood, they would actually dance. They'd be like happy, happy little termites. And they'd go up the mound, slide down again, slap them down. Then when they, they they had enough of their singing and dancing, they would take get rid of the wood, and then all the termites would just slide into the bucket. Then they would take the bucket home and boil them. And then they would take them and put them in a frying pan and uh, uh, roast them up. And he said, just like popcorn, just like popcorn. Oh, my God. Crunchy. <laughs> termites. This goes back to what we talked about last week, because I don't want the food locusts to look. too, by the way. I don't they, want they the food locusts. to look too much like it, it's original. I know. It's original but you know what i mean we we are who we are right i mean we we eat because we were raised a certain way sure. i mean you know it, let's put it this way you know 
if you had to survive, uh, you know, you would do certain things. And this all goes back to the early man. He, oh. he really found out what you could eat and what you couldn't eat, yeah, whether I mean, he died or not, <laughs> got sick is, or whatever. Survival is part of it, but it's there's certain cultural things. Like I, I imagine there are places where the idea of cracking a lobster's back is pretty disgusting to people. Uh, Peter is now making uh, lobsters uh, on the... Uh, what Peter? Is uh, uh, people for the prevention of... Uh, oh, Peter is making lobsters. Yeah, they, they, they want them on the, the new... Uh, what the heck is it? Endangered. Humane treatment line. In other words, you can no longer boil lobsters and crabs. Yeah. Because they realize they can have pain, so they they want to protect the lobsters and the so crabs. Stab them in the head with a knife instead? I don't know. Maybe you I, again a pigeon. I'm guessing if you were served a pigeon without knowing it was a pigeon, it might not be too bad. I mean, not necessarily a street raised. Pigeon. So I, I take it you don't like the, the fish with the heads on them? God, no. Sardines? Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I don't like my food to look like the animal. No, me neither. You know, I, 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 far away from the animal as possible, that's the way I want it. Yeah. And I don't like, I don't, I don't develop relationships. Like, for example, there are a lot of, if there's something on the internet that talks about cows or something, or, you know, someone likes it. I don't want to know about it. I don't want to know about it. I don't want to know about it. I, you know, I, I got, really don't want to know what I goes on. I have no problems with, with cows. And I don't want to go bad, in, I don't want to know what goes on in the slaughterhouse. I don't want to know what goes in the kitchen and the restaurant. I don't want to know yeah, any no, of that. I, know. I just want my food and that's it. I know. Uh, and it's like, I, it's not like I don't have sympathy. It's just that yeah. we got to I, mean, I, I love steak, but I could never kill a, a steer or anything else. Yeah, no. And, you know, it's, no, if I were caught in the wild. Yeah. I'd probably starve to get the wild. I'd probably eat plants, I guess. Maybe turn my... I don't know if I could even clean a fish. I don't even think I could. Yeah. All right. Back to our ghosts. Be eating how about, how about Foggle Fiend? Foggle Fiend. Okay. F-O-G-O-U. Fogu. So wait a second. Are we just going to pass on the fact that there's a ghost meeting in England? Oh yeah, we should. That determines the future of the country. Do they have a hierarchy? Yeah. Is there a ghost president? I'll ask Steve about this. Huh? Is there a ghost parliament? Is there? I, a ghost... I wonder. Yeah. They have elections. I don't know. I gotta find this out. This is intriguing. It is intriguing. I'll find out from Steve. Yep. Uh, the show this week, I'll ask him. That's our next Patreon. Fogu. No. The ghost convention okay yeah fogo fiend mm -hmm. fogo sounds like a food right yep do we eat fogo <laughs> <laughs> i don't know maybe lower boss Calwell cornwall winter solstice uh seems a mysterious oh that's coming yep uh winter solstice sees a mysterious phantom appear outside of pendine fogo <laughs> according to legend I don't know why I get these names. <laughs> the figure of a woman in white with a red rose in her mouth. Okay. And uh, she enters the underground dry stone structure when spotted. So she stands outside it and then she goes inside this underground structure. So ghosts on a schedule like this, mm. you would think people would just be waiting outside the structure just to see the ghost. Yeah. It says that seeing her will bring you misfortune. Oh. Nobody knows what happens if you follow her into the fagu. Whatever the hell a fagu is, I got to find out that from Steve. Steve, what the hell is a fagu? All right, spell it for me. F-O-G-O-U. 
A fogu definition. Ooh, they I'm actually have for. a definition? Uh, a fogu, pronounced fugu. Oh, if you say so. That's what it says here. Is an underground dry stone structure based on, uh, found on Iron Age or Roman British defended settlements in Cornwall. So what he said. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. In English. Yeah. Semi-English. Sure. <laughs> we good? Is there a name on this fogu? I gave it to you. Fogu. No, I know, but for example, I have here the English of the Heligi Fogu. Uh, Fogu. Yep. Uh, this is Lower Boss Gaswell, Cornwall. It just all says. Yeah. No. Oh, wait, here it is. Uh, P E N D E E N, Pending. The Pending Fogu. P E N D E N? P E N, like pen. Yep. And Dean, like Dean, D E E N. Gotcha. Not E A N, E E N. Oh, the Pending Fugu. Fugu. <laughs> pending Fugu. So, is like situated... the Fugu fighters? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's situated in Pending Manor Farm, close to Pending Manor House. William Borlas, one of the earliest scholars of Cornish prehistory, was born in the manor in 1693. And we like to think of the Pending Fugu as his Fugu. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Maybe someday I'll have a fugu named after me. As with many ancient places, the fugu has several stories and legends associated with Ooh, it. Ooh, here we go. One tells of how before part of the roof fell in, a passage ran all the way to the sea. Ooh. Another exists that the length of the passage uh, extends the length of the packet passage <laughs> even further. Talk like me now. <laughs> well, this website is just. It's visually it's brutal all the way under the sea to the silly isles s-c-i-l <laughs> the silly isles <laughs> of course no ancient underground chamber would be complete without a ghost and the pending fugu is no exception all the versions of legend agree that the spirit of fugu is a tall woman in white who appears at the entrance to the fugu some accounts add a red rose in her mouth and yep. some say that she only appears on christmas morning yeah one firm area of agreement is that the encounter with the lady in white is not desirable. Some accounts say that all who see her would die within a year. <laughs> Others that those who follow her into the fugu will see her change into a terrifying and deadly form once inside her domain. Like Kara Harris. We did not see the lady in any of her forms during Just our kidding. visit. <laughs> and we're always in our, uh, and we're always in our element crawling around the pitch dock, ancient passages and tombs. That's so nice. Yeah. Although, but we have to say that we found the atmosphere in the Rab chamber a little uncomfortable. We later found that all the spherical panoramas we took at the end of the chamber were fogged, but only where they faced the end wall. Ooh. You can see this as a kind of dark cloud in a terminal pa panorama. This is probably due to complex reflection path involving a pool of water and the curved shape of the tunnel end, probably. <laughs> Noncommittal. <laughs> yeah. So like me. Are we ready for the next one? We're ready. You sure? You're all done with your fagu? I'm just looking at the pictures. Oh, they have pictures of fagu? Yeah, you want to see the pictures? Yeah, of... put a picture of fagu up here okay. so people will know what a fagu looks like and not just take your word for it. <laughs> take my word for it. You're the uh, one reading it, not me. Uh, stop sharing, share screen. Hang on, give me a second. Fagu. Hey, fagu. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
Is there nothing sacred in this show? That is, that's a fugu. That's a pending fugu. That's where the we haven't got to it yet. Oh, seen. there we go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's where the lady in white is seen. Every home should have a fugu. I want a fugu named after me. <laughs> okay. The Kolik fugu. Van Helsing fugu. The Ryan fugu. You should build one for mice in the backyard. And we'll hey, here's your new house. You. Living it. Stay out of mine. Stay out of yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, since I ever do it solo, it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. All right, so um, the X House had a Fieldstone cellar, and that's not happening. Oh uh, yeah, Kempston Manor, Bedfordshire. Sounds of Christmassy tragedy are heard every December twenty fourth on the site of the former mansion, according to local stories. A child once said to have run out to meet his parents as they pull up in the horse drawn carriage, in his excitement to return to his mother and father for the festive season. He was hit by the vehicle. And later died of his injuries. Oh, good Lord. Here's a Christmas story for you. So kids were run over by horse and wagon or horse and carriage? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's horse-drawn coach, to be specific. And the kid ran under it and got run over. He ran over, bounced off it, hit the pavement, split his head open. The blood ran down the sewer. The mice got it, and that was it. <laughs> okay, I don't think we needed that detail, but okay. Fagu. Yeah. Fagu. Fugu. It's my new word. <laughs> anyway. You know, pronounce it right. It's Fugu. Pronounce it right. Erian. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not. Brow. B R O U G H. Brow, bro, bra. Derbyshire. Or Derbyshire, as they say. Okay. Because they don't pronounce E's because they say clocks instead of clerks because they're okay. English. So they ease the A's? Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> it's com it's complex. Our our language is much truer than theirs as far as that. <laughs> Queen's English or not. I don't know about that, but it's true. Okay, yeah. It's written. It's yeah. uh, you know, it, it's written on the internet. You know it's true. Okay. Uh Traveler's Rest Pub is said to be haunted by a local farm girl who died after falling downstairs. Story goes that she was hurrying to escape the drunken laborer on a past Christmas Eve. The woman a woman in black with a large set of old-fashioned keys. <laughs> didn't know where that was well, going. I didn't either. Is yeah. <laughs> also said to be uh, spotted drifting around the inn. So oh. she was running away from some guy. Some drunk. Some drunk. She fell downstairs and died. Now she haunts the place. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Can't get any better than that. Yep. How about the tumbling train? Ooh. Uh, Wormit Fife Barney's Barney's ancestor W O R M I T could be F I F E. A train with glowing red lights Ooh. is said to appear every December 28th in the site of the former Tay Bridge, uh, designated by Sir Thomas Bach as a uh, uh, the faculty, ugh, I lost my voice there. <laughs> Designed by Sir Thomas Bach, the faculty structure collapsed in 1879 during a violent storm as a passenger train passed over it. That can't be good. Legends say that the scene is reacted every year on its anniversary, the train crashing into cold waters of Firth of Tay below. Mm. 
Jeez. The Firth of Tay. That can't be fun. It's, the Firth of Tay? Firth of Tay? The Firth of Tay. Mm-hmm. It's like the uh, the uh, Point Pleasant bridge that collapsed. Yeah. Right? Yep. All those cars went in the water. Yeah. What a way to go. Yeah, I don't think, I don't know. Is there a good way? <laughs> My sleep, There I are guess. better ways than some others, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Palace Phantom, uh, Westminster, Greater London. Are you familiar with the ghost train in Amesbury? Are you familiar with the ghost train in Portsmouth? No. I'll swap. <laughs> well, the ghost train. You is first. The ghost train in Amesbury is because Amesbury was famous for making carriages. And they used to ship them out on trains. Characters? Carriages. Oh. And they used to ship them out on trains. But what they would do is because they were exposed on the train, they would cover them in. Coverings that were white, like sheets, yeah, to cover them. And so this train would go through the woods, and uh, that how all these carriages with sheets over them, and it looked like a train of ghosts. Oh, it so it got like the nickname it. of a ghost ghost train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a uh, I froze there. That's right. Um, there's a train in Portsmouth Harbor that uh, went off the rails and into the water. Oh, and on a quiet night at midnight, you can still hear the sound of the uh, whistle and the running of the wheels is the train still the there steam. Oh, yeah it's on the bottom of the water still in the bottom of the yep. portsmouth harbor huh yep wow Palace... anyone ever visited or anything anyone go take pictures or no okay westminster greater lumbay a phantom monk bound in change is said to appear at buckingham palace once a year on christmas day his spirit is understood to predate the construction of the iconic building, which was started in 1703. The sound of a pistol shot is also reported uh, to be heard occasionally at the first floor office. Prince Edward VII's private secretary, Major John Gwynn, ended his life there. Hmm. Hmm. That was a rather tame one. Yep. Because they go, no dead mouse or anything. <laughs> Uh, what we got here? Well, mysterious manor down in Isle of Wight. Isle of Wright's a cool place. That's yeah. where that talking mound ghost was. And unidentified party goers have been spotted enjoying an evening at the manor house near Knighton Gorge, according to local stories. The only problem is the property was demolished many decades ago. Hmm. Hmm, so they're still there. A night on a horseback is also seen on the estate appearing once a year every December 31st. Hmm. Maybe they ghost when they get together or some of them go down there and party when they have their meeting of all the ghosts. Yeah, then they go to the Isle of Wight. Party! Party on the Isle of Wright. Who's up for it, boo? Let's yeah. go! Yeah. <laughs> Taking the concert. There's a big festival there. I, guess. I don't know yeah. if they still do it. But... There you go. Jumping Jack, Westminster, Greater Lombard. Every new year begins with a phantom who is said to throw himself from Westminster Bridge into the Thames or Thames. So how do you say it? Mm-hmm. See, Thames, Thames, they can't get it right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yep. So clock is, is clerk and Thames is Thames. Oh, so the A's are E's and the E's are A's? Yeah, they were. Many believers, the but ghost... they are the originators of the language. Don't we have to get No, them... they're not the originators no? of the language. It's the originators of their language 
Well, where did English Latin? Everything comes from Latin. Everything comes from which Latin. came from somewhere else before that. So I know, but there's a point. There where is it... no originated. It was adopted a certain dialect. Why we have dialects in this country, right? But so there's a certain point where it's no longer Latin; it's English. It's like French. French Canadian and French Parisian French. There's two different, different. Sure. The same language, but they're different. I know, but don't you have to credit the French with the proper pronunciation? Well, don't you have to credit the Latin for their proper pronunciations? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's it's what it is. You know, every region has the. I mean, even in our country, we have our own dialects. I mean, people can't. Well, I'm not a good well, example. And there are many because this is from my perspective. There are many different British accents too. There are some oh, that God, are really is. mangled, and there are some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Proper British accent, Cockney accent. You know. Well, English would be England. So, yeah, but you're right. Even in England, they have Cockney. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah whatever. Jumping Jack. Yes. We did him, right? Oh, yeah, we did him. Okay. Yeah, he was believed to be ghost of Jack the Ripper. I was wondering whether there was a ghost story about Jack the Ripper or his victims. Another tale tells of a police officer who was called to prevent a woman from throwing herself over the bridge, only for both the woman and the witness to vanish. Spooky wookie. Speaking about that, did you see that woman in New Hampshire who's been living with her dead mom for several months now? No. Yeah. Where in New Hampshire? I don't know. I no, this I, is important. <laughs> well, look it up. I just knew woman okay. in New Hampshire living with dead mother. Because there's a lot of differences in New Hampshire. Salem, New Hampshire, and and I don't think it's Salem. And Berlin, New Hampshire, and well, even look, further look, north. Look it up in your Funkin' Wagner. Look up a uh, dead woman. Uh, living woman with living mother, with dead mother. Yeah, woman living with dead mother. Yeah, dead woman living with mother. Yeah. So it should be on there. It's new local news, so it should pop right away. Duplex? In the duplex? I don't know. Oh, Can you imagine? Having... I mean, you think I knew it? I just brought this up because it's one of those thoughts that are in oh, my yeah. brain. That it... Oh yeah, here we go. Yeah. Oh, uh, this is new. Oh, we're past that time too, by the way. No, we're not. No, we're not. Okay. No. But if we want to keep it to a time, we're close. But okay. A New Bedford woman accused of living with her mother's body for months after she dies has been arrested. Kimberly Heller, 54, is charged with abuse of a corpse. Bedford police said Friday, officers arrested her on November 18th. Police said they responded to the home of Minstrel Court, where they both lived on October 24th, following a wellness check request from family members who had not seen Heller's mother for months. Hell no one answered the door. Police officers returned the next day, but Heller would not let them in. They came back later with a search warrant, and that's when they it. found her mother's body. Ooh. Bedford police later learned that Hella's mother died in the days before Memorial Day in May. Mm. So this is a couple days ago. Her mother died in May, according to a police statement. An autopsy at the state medical examiner determined she died of natural causes. Yeah. Police say they contacted, contacted Social Security Administration Office of the Inspector General after discovering that Social Security payments uh, to Heller's mother was still being deposited into a bank account after her death. Heller is due in court on January 6th, 2022. Oops. Mm. All right, we do got to go. So we want to thank everybody for uh, joining us here on this lovely memory oh we want to thank especially our our good patreon guys the dead air society dead air society but which you know uh we've got uh what do you call it what do you call it bling bling for the next year we're working on some bling that we'll be able to get on certain levels bling okay cool do you know what bling is um 
in this stuff. context? Stuff. Stuff, okay. Stuff. Oh. We have stuff. Do I get any of this stuff? Of course you do. Okay. Yeah. Boy, that's everything. Every time I mention that, do I get any of that? Well, hey. Looking out for number one, baby. I don't blame you. <laughs> All right, go Pats. And, uh, go Pats. Hopefully we'll come back next week and be in, in a, a good, good mood. mood. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> good night, everyone. Week. God bless. From goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.